This is What The Flux. I'm Brett. And I'm Justin. And it's Thursday, the 26th of October. Jazzy boy, I come bearing some good news this Thursday. After Sarah Lee Australia went into voluntary administration last week, Mm -hmm. you could say it's become a real tasty proposition. Arguably tastier than its very own chocolate (laughs) Bavarian. That's because more than 40 potential buyers are lining up to acquire the company. Bring back Sarah Lee. Nom, 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 nom. Now, Flux fam, you might meditate to get a sense of calm in your life. Or you might journal to check in on your thoughts. And in the Flux app, we've got our very own check-in tool. Yes. It's called the Money Check-In and it can help you track where you're at each month with your money and how you can get to the next level. So if you want to check it out, download the Flux app and head to the Money Check-In. Three reflective stories today, Juzzy boy. Let's do it. For our first. Afterpay has launched a new premium product to encourage its customers to purchase more goods with credit. Uh, credit or not credit, depends on who you ask. <laughs> so what is going on here? So we all know Afterpay, one of the OGs in the buy now, pay later space. The company that grew to nearly 4 million Australian customers and 16 million globally before being acquired by Square, aka Block. For a tasty $39 billion in stock. And B-Man, while Afterpay's been relatively quiet over the last couple of years, it's been whipping up a new premium product behind the scenes. And no, it's not Afterpay Money, their (laughs) digital bank that was alive for all of six and a half minutes. (laughs) This one's called Afterpay Plus. And essentially, it's a $10 monthly subscription that gives customers access to an Afterpay loan at the tap of a card. Jazzy boy, like many Buy Now Pay Later Mm -hmm. products, Afterpay Plus is designed to fall within an exemption to the actual definition of credit. Ah, the old regulatory arbitrage. So what is the key learning here? A regulatory arbitrage is where a company exploits gaps in regulation to gain a business advantage. Essentially, they found a gap in the financial services regulatory framework where they haven't been classified as a credit provider. That means they don't need to do certain things like credit checks. Or they don't need to go to the lengths of understanding whether a customer can actually afford to take out a loan. And as a result, it has allowed companies like Afterpay Mm -hmm. to operate with relative freedom. But B-Man, as the industry matures, there's more and more pressure for tighter regulation. Because right now, consumer rights groups are not happy, Jan. (laughs) For our second story, Microsoft has seen its sales fly high as it cashes in on the AI gold rush, but Google isn't getting the same love from investors. What about me? That's what Google be thinking (laughs) right now, Jazzy Boy. Go on. So we know Microsoft, the tech company that created the whole office suite of products. Think Word, think Excel, think PowerPoint. And don't you dare forget Publisher. (laughs) Now, when Satya Nadella became CEO of Microsoft, Mm -hmm. that was in 2014, he made it very clear that Microsoft would shift to become a cloud-focused business. Think cloud computing, Mm -hmm. think data storage. And that cloud business also included artificial intelligence. In fact, B-Man, Microsoft invested 10 billion US dollars in chat GPT's developer, OpenAI, to get its fingers in that AI pie. So investors were waiting for these latest results with bated breath. Sales of Microsoft's cloud internet arm, which also drives the AI, was up 24% for the last three months Mm. to over 24 billion US dollars. And Jazzy Boy, on the other hand, Google, who also reported their results Mm -hmm. this week, they only saw their AI division jump a measly 22% (laughs) to 8.6 billion US dollars. And so Microsoft shares got a whole lot of love. But Google, they went the other way. So what is the key learning here? A company's financial performance is only as good as its nearest competitors. You see, B-Man, investors will often use competitors as the best benchmark to determine whether a company has overperformed or underperformed. And in the example of AI, Google's investors would be comparing its results against those of Amazon's AI division, Mm -hmm. Alibaba's AI division, Mm -hmm. and of course, Microsoft. It's interesting because Google's 22% jump in AI revenue is a very strong result. But not when it's competing in a race (laughs) to win market share. And not when its direct competitor is growing its market share way faster. For our third and final story, Hasbro's billion-dollar card game Magic is teaming up with 
Marvel to create superhero collectible cards. And here you were thinking Endgame was Marvel's most ambitious crossover. Guilty. Think again. <laughs> so tell us what's going on. Well, Hasbro is the company behind some of our very favourite games growing up. Like Monopoly, mm-hmm. like Cluedo, Play-Doh, Nerf guns, yep. you name it. Can't leave my house without my Nerf gun. <laughs> never have, never will. Right. <laughs> They're also the owners of Magic the Gathering, which is one of the most popular collectible card games to exist. Get this, Jazzy Boy. Magic generated 1.1 billion US dollars in sales wow. for Hasbro. That was just last year. And that was 18% of the company's total revenue. And now Magic has announced a heroic team up with Marvel <laughs> to bring superheroes to their collectible card game. Think special edition cards of characters like Captain America, yep. like Thor, or even Scarlet Witch. Now, some fans are keen to have superheroes enter the world of Magic. But others, they're worried that the Magic's frequent release of new cards could actually devalue the game. So what is the key learning here? When demand in secondary markets weaken, that weakens the primary market as well. Now, B-Man, the primary market is the market where customers buy cards directly from Magic the Gathering retailers. Crisp, brand spanking new cards. And because Magic is a collectible game, players now often look to the secondary or second-hand market to get their hands on powerful cards. In fact, players can spend tens of thousands to get their hands on cards that they really want. But Brett, if there's an oversupply of cards in the market, the value of the collection dilutes. Humble supply and demand. Mental well-being, physical well-being, financial well-being, the ultimate trilogy. And in the Flux app, we help you get on top of your financial well-being with our monthly money check-in. There's no doubt about it, Jazzy Boy. Almost 100,000 people love the Flux app and particularly the way we approach financial well-being. So if you want to track where you're at with your money each month and how you can get to the next level, download the Flux app and check out the money check-in. Thanks for listening and we'll see you tomorrow.